Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sharon Stevens. This weekend will mark the 13th annual St. Louis Fine Print, Rare Book, and Paper Arts Festival, benefiting the Mercantile Library at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Each year, the event transforms the Campus Conference Center into an art and book lover's paradise for a few short days. One of our producers, Evie Hemphill, recently spoke with two of the local artists who will be giving demonstrations at the print fair, Juliet Travis and Aaron Bloomer, as well as Julie Dunn-Morton, the Mercantile Library's fine art curator. Evie began by asking Julie to describe the scene that fairgoers can expect this weekend. Well, people in St. Louis are so familiar with art fairs, I think, because we're fortunate to have so many. But what's really unique about the fair is the combination of rare and collectible books, all sorts of paper arts, you know, paintings, prints, um, things just made from paper, as well as what you expect, you know, the fine and historic prints and maps. So it's a it's an interesting combination of things that may sound sort of highbrow, but it's very family-friendly, um, including our artist demos and just the chance to chat casually with some really informed dealers. And you, can you paint a picture of just how that conference center looks when every vendor and all of these booths are set up? Sure. We're actually fortunate to have two spaces, so you can kind of pace yourself going through. Um, in the lobby, there's we have tables set up. Everything is sort of a clothed white table. The dealers went, may have, um, with their book dealers, their bookcases with all the wonderful illustrated bindings. Um, they'll open up some of the really attractive books with illustrations, just um, you know something that'll entice the eye and draw you in. Those Book dealers are always in the center of the room, and on the perimeter of the room, we have the booths that have high walls so that artists and print dealers and map dealers can hang things on those walls. So when you look across the room, you know, you may see some amazing print or some very dramatic historic map that sort of draws your eye. And then you get to catch your breath a little bit going up the stairs or the elevator. Um, We usually have one of our watercolor artists right at the top of the stairs, Barbara Martin-Smith, and she uses brilliant colors, so it's very enticing. And it makes it very clear there's more to see upstairs. Almost sounds like kind of a mobile art museum or something It like is. That. It very much is, except here you could actually pick something up. Or just <laughs> Touching aloud. Yeah. Well, along with bringing together a wide range of rare books and prints and photographs for, for purchase, um, this event brings together all sorts of cultural expertise, it would seem, with all of these vendors and artists coming together in one place. Um, as the fine art curator for UMSL's Mercantile Library, do you find that gathering of minds is part of the appeal as well? Oh, very much so. And we it's very gratifying to see all, all the collectors, whether they're just starting out or very experienced, taking advantage of that opportunity just to, you know, pick a few brains and see what's happening in the field right now, kind of where things are going with their particular area of interest. Um, I know many of the collectors associated with the library will contact particular dealers ahead of time and say, these are the sorts of things I'm looking at right now. What do you have? Could you bring something that that I could look at in person? So it's it's very easy to personalize the experience. Well, Erin Bloomer and Juliet Travis, I understand you'll both be giving artist demonstrations on the Sunday portion of the event. Tell me a little bit about what that will involve, Juliet. Well, I set up an easel, and my uh, art is pastels, soft pastels, on paper. 
And I set up an easel and I get all my pastels out and I start off with showing them what pastels are. So many people don't realize what a pastel is, that it's pure pigment with a small amount of binder and it's a dry medium. So I even pass around a few pieces of chalk and then I pass around the wet wipes so <laughs> they can wipe their hands off. And um, typically I, I start out with a um, board that has already a drawing on the, maybe some background color already. Um, I might take a, um, a photograph and have the photograph uh, shown and then I just sort of describe the process and jump in. Does it change your workflow at all as an artist working in front of an audience like that? I know you've been at the print fair several years mm -hmm. now giving these demos. It does to a certain extent. If I'm in, in my studio, I'm listening to music and I'm just going where I want to be able to interact with people and I'll have uh, young children there and adults and people who are very familiar with uh, artwork and people who, who aren't. So I like to describe what I'm doing and what my process is and how I lay down the color and how I um, layer it and different colors one on top of the other and why I do it. So I'll be talking the whole time as I'm, as I'm going. And will you bring it kind of from, well, almost start to finish? Um, I'm a little bit, my process takes a little bit lo longer. So in an hour's time, it would be tough for me to do an entire painting. That's why I bring something that's already blocked in in color and, and a, a line drawing is put in. That way I can pick out a piece of that at least and say, okay, this is, this is how I would finish this part right here. That's not how I normally do it. I just work all over the paper instead of just focusing on one part. Very cool. Well, Erin, I understand you're a newcomer to the fair this year. Is that right? Yes, I am. This is my first time doing any sort of art fair, actually, so I'm very excited. And you specialize in watercolors? I do. What will your watercolor demonstration be like? So kind of like Juliet, my process is quite protracted. Um, it can sometimes take me months to finish a painting. Um, and so the approach that I actually take um, for this type of thing is to do something that's a, l a little bit better suited to kind of the shorter, um, shorter time frame. And so I'll bring in a couple of still life items. So like, you know, either like some fruit or maybe like a vase or a jar or something like that. Um, and then do a, a painting from life. And in a much, it's done in a much looser style than a lot of my other work tends to be. And this is something that I do to help improve my life drawing skills on a regular basis. So I like to kind of show people how that process works. I think it's fascinating that the print fair, which I tend to think of as this showcase of mostly older um, art pieces and rare books is also showcasing contemporary artists at work. Um, is there anything in particular about the print fair, Erin, that lines up with your pursuits and passions so well? Sure. So um, a lot of my work is pretty is fairly traditionally focused. It's representational art, um, and it's focused on uh, primarily florals, but also you know landscapes and people and things like that. So for me, it kind of fits in with the um, sort of art arc of traditional artwork. Um, and so that's kind of where th that interest is, you know, for me, besides, of course, the fact that, you know, you get make a lot of great connections at this type of thing. You have a lot of very serious collectors. Um, and so from, you know, the perspective of building your career as an artist, that's a very valuable experience. How about you, Juliet? Well, a lot of my work is also 
landscapes, skies, a lot of work also from the Missouri area. So to be in a show where you're also showing Thomas Hart Benton prints is just fabulous for me. I think that's great. Uh, so I, I feel kind of connected to a lot of the artwork that's um, there in, in prints um, because it's the same landscapes that I'm, I'm looking at today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Juliet mentioned Thomas Hart Benton. Mm -hmm. uh, back to you, Julie. Um, it, will there be a variety of um, Thomas Hart Benton pieces on display? Well, it's difficult for me to predict what each oh. dealer will bring, although they do have their specialties. But, um, And I think it may be a common concept that this is all historic prints and maps. Um, but we're very fortunate that we have dealers who bring also contemporary and modern prints um, and works on paper. And that's really also why we love having the contemporary artists um, participating in the fair, because they do represent part of St. Louis's active art scene. And um, they keep all, pretty much everything that we try to do in terms of the fair really connects to the Mercantile's own collections. It really is a reflection of what our mission is in general. And so being you know, an institution that actively collects and preserves Missouri art, it's only right that we give this showcase to St. Louis artists when we're able. What are some of the regional and historical areas that will be most represented by the local and national dealers at this year's fair? Well, we have several dealers who do specialize in Missouri and Midwestern art. Um, our book dealers are, are very broad in their interests, although they too will focus on books and ephemera that, that have connections to Missouri or Midwestern history. But you're also very likely to see um, just any sort of first edition um, antiquarian. And then also fine press books, which are just l works of art on their own and very limited editions. Um, but then we do have artists who um, feature WPA artists from across the country, um, Southwest artists. So there's just a wonderful variety. And is it true that there really are treasures that will fit any size budget, or is this mostly geared for the serious art collectors out there? There really is something for every budget, I can honestly say, whether it's, you know, a set of, like some of our artists um, sell uh, greeting cards that they make, blank greeting cards. You know, you can own an original um, but even in terms of the maps and prints, you can find things for um, under $100, things for $50 even. And then there are things that have lots of zeros behind them. So you just have to uh, look carefully and talk to the dealers. They'll help you. Well, uh, Julia and Erin, I would love to hear more about how you got into your chosen mediums. Uh, Juliet, with pastels, what drew you to that particular form of painting? Well, I was actually working in oils. And um, when I started a family and had small children, um, it was very time consuming for me to try to get work, work in oil. So I used the pastels as a way to keep my hand in and keep working. And I just fell in love with them. I mean, the colors are brilliant and they are, they're very tactile because you're holding the piece in your hand. Uh, you're, not, you're not holding the brush, you're, hold, you're holding it in your fingers and you're rubbing it across the paper. So I just stuck, stuck with it. And I've been doing pastels for 30 years. And it's amazing how when you first start off, how you make mud most of the time. 
And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you can actually say, hey, that really looks like something. <laughs> and are you inspired by local scenes? You do a lot of landscapes, I as I understand. What are some of your favorite local scenes that you've captured in pastel? Well, I do a lot of work in the St. Charles area because I'm from St. Charles. And so I do a lot of downtown uh, scenes, a lot of scenes of the river, a lot of skyscapes from around my home. I'll went out, run out when we have a good storm at sunset or even sunrise and get my camera and run out to the river valley and just start snapping photographs. And it's they're just beautiful. It's just amazing the kind of dramatic skies you can get in an open floodplain like that. Erin, what do you enjoy so much about watercolors? The thing that I probably enjoy the most about watercolor is that it kind of paints itself once you start to figure out the medium. You know, you put down water on the paper and you can kind of splash a little bit of pigment down and when you understand how they work together you can predict how that's going to happen and one so. thing i noticed on your website I, I was surprised when i saw your website it didn't make me immediately think oh that's watercolor it almost made me think more of i don't know oil or something like that is that have you ever heard that before i get that a lot yes okay. and um what are uh, do you, are you also inspired by um, some local people and local scenes? Yes. So actually, um, some of my favorite places to paint are the Missouri Botanical Garden. Mm -hmm. um, I love doing florals, and so I take a lot of photographs there um, to take home and paint. Um, same thing up at uh, Shaw Nature Reserve um, is one of my favorites as well, and even just around the neighborhood. Pretty much wherever I go, I take my camera with me, and I'm always, always shooting photos um, for reference material for my work. Julie, what kind of turnout are you expecting at this year's fair? Well, we've had a very positive response already, so I think we'll have uh, a nice big crowd um, as usual. Our Friday night is quite busy. Um, that's the big preview party. Everybody likes to come to a party, and that's our ticketed event. And then the Saturday and Sunday, we're actually doing free admission this year. Um, because we really want to emphasize the educational nature of that. So with our demos on Saturday and Sunday, it seemed a great time to just welcome people in. Can you tell us a little more about the preview party that Friday? Sure. Um, this is the whole event is basically a fundraiser for the Mercantile Library. So on the Friday night preview party, um, the tickets for that for the general public are $50 each or two for 90, and we do have special rates for mercantile members, and also young collectors under 35 get a $25 um, entry fee. And there's wine and beer and hors d'oeuvres, and then also the first chance to just uh, talk to the dealers and see what they've brought. Great. And then just to refresh for those hoping to attend the event, what should folks know about that whole weekend and where, where can they find more information? Sure, we have a terrific website, just type in printfair.umsel.edu. You'll find all the information you need. We're held in the JCPenney Conference Center on the Umsel North Campus and ample free parking in the West Drive Garage. So if you come into campus on West Drive and follow the signs, you'll be fine. Now this event has been running for 13 years. That's correct, this is our 13th. Has it, did it used to be in the Mercantile Library itself? The first one was in the Mercantile. And actually the response from dealers and the public was a little bit overwhelming. So we found that we needed the, the facilities of a conference center to really do it right. And so we've been at JCPenney for 12 years now. That was Julie Dunn-Morton, fine arts curator for the St. Louis Mercantile Library, along with local artists Juliet Travis and Erin Bloomer, talking with producer Evie Hemphill. This weekend's print fair is free to attend on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Sunday 
from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on UMSL's campus. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.